You're listening to the Teach Better Talk podcast featuring expert educators eager to share progressive tactics to reach more students. Teach Better Talk is created by teachers and fueled by passion. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 211 of Teach Better Talk. My name is Ray Hewart, and as always, I'm with my incredibly infuriating co-host, Mr. Jeff Gargas. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Gargas. I mean, like most of the words and the way you describe, like I'm not necessarily arguing against it. I'm just curious what I've done tonight specifically to do that, or is that just like a general just always added up and it just... Well, I could list the things that happened tonight that makes me incredibly frustrated, but it just it's always just an ongoing thing. So I could list the things now, but you know tomorrow will still be true for completely separate reasons. Okay, so like I'm I'm recalling like over the last like five, ten minutes, like I was trying to we were trying to think of ways I was like agreeing to and trying to think of ways to make your schedule lighter and yet now mm-hmm. I'm getting a little a little off here. Um I just want our listeners to know that you know that Jeff's lying. So let's just move forward from this episode. I want to, before we get into this incredible episode with Brad, which I just feel like I have so many notes. I have stalked him on social media, but I have big plans to stalk him further because holy cow, (laughs) is this an educator doing amazing things. Before all of that, he Mm -hmm. actually is somebody who would be a great fit for our admin mastermind because he's an administrator doing a ton to support educators. And I'm not trying to say we're crazy, but with the combination of Dave Schmidow coming on the Teach Better team, the mastermind's kind of a little out of hand because I have <laughs> so many Boxer messages of this amazing mastermind crew that like talks all the time. And then we do an ad mastermind twice a day on Tuesday. So can you tell us, first of all, how we got so crazy and then also what those times are? Because if you're listening right now and you're an administrator, you might want to write down this information. <laughs> Yeah, so the, how we got there is interesting. So we started doing that because we're like, hey, we our audience was asking for a little more support for admins. We said, okay, let's what if, what if we did a mastermind? Let's start doing that. So we started doing that. We started running it, and we tried a few different times. We did like short like periods and stuff, and then we got onto this. We were doing Tuesdays, and it was in like what was it three o'clock Eastern time? And obviously, with school started, we're like, hey, we, we should probably adjust that. So we surveyed, and there was just no like set like clear winner of what time. But it was kind of like like half the group was like, hey, we should do it earlier. Others were like, let's do an evening. So this was right when Dave was coming on to take over. And he's like, well, why don't we do one early and one late? So we started doing 9 9 a.m. Eastern and then 7 p.m. Eastern. And after like this, I think it was week two, Dave's like, yeah. Like I know we were thinking like two months and then we'd pick one or another. I'm pretty sure it's more likely we add more because Dave's just loving it. And I think what's happening, you talk about the Voxer group. So the Voxer group is also connected in that too. And by the way, this is all free. Like it's just a, a support group. But that it, it's really in it. It's a, it's a, there's a core group that's always there, but we have new people every, every week from all over the world at this point. Like we, have, we have people in from Australia and in Canada all this, all, and all across the United States. But what's really cool is that it is becoming this, this family, like the support family of, of administrators who are dealing with just really unique challenges this year, more so than ever, and just coming together. Um, and you can come in either in the morning or in the evening or both. We have a lot of people that like to come both. And essentially what we do in there is we do some celebrations. We do some check-ins. We have some commitments that we're committing to every every week just to be better. 
Um, so we do a little bit of accountability, but more celebration pieces there. And then we just tackle problems together. So it's like, hey, Ray, what are you struggling with? I'm struggling with X, Y, Z. And we share ideas. And here's what we're trying. Here's what we tried. Here's what my friend tried. Or we just kind of like, okay, none of us have tried that because we haven't faced that. Let's just brainstorm together. And it's one of the funnest things, I think, about one of the funnest parts of my job is to now, I, even more so now, like I just get to go there and be there because Dave's just like, perfect for for running this uh so it's just it's a really great place to go connect with other administrators uh to 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 get your problems potentially solved get a lot of resources you get that support system and then with the voxer group connected to that it's like you got it every day and it is that voxer group is active all the time so you had your hand up like you were gonna add something what, what did you have I just want to like emphasize, I know you said it, but it really is an open format. So if you're like, oh, I'm not sure it's my thing, like literally new people join every week. So it's not weird if you're new because there'll probably be somebody else who's also new that week, if not more than one. And then also the format, just so you know, like if you're still like, oh, I'm not sure I'm a little anxious in joining a new group. Literally everyone goes around and introduce themselves, even if they've been there a thousand times or this is their first time. Everyone shares a celebration for the week. So like, that's super, you can prepare that in advance. And then it's a completely open format. So it's whoever wants to share and yeah, some so brainstorming. You, so you, you don't can have just, to. You can just you watch. You don't have to. Listen. You can yeah. just listen. And then it always ends with kind of like a, a beautiful conclusion of like committing to something for the week in yeah. hopes that then you come back the next week and we could see how it went. So I just really love that flow because I think people are anxious to be like, oh, I feel like I'm intruding. This is a group that's already established. And every time I go in there, there is new people talking about new stuff constantly. And I really like that because I think that that creates like a very welcoming environment. And I even have people, Jeff, who are like, oh, sorry, I didn't make it the last two weeks. And like, there's no shame or guilt, guys. Like you pop in when you want to pop in. And if that's only because you have something on your mind you want to talk about, fine. Or if it's just like once a month because it works with your schedule, like registering's free. So when it works, it works. And when a crisis comes up, you come, you know, you come the following week. It is what it is. And I love that you mentioned the introduction because we, we, every week we always, like every session, everyone introduces themselves so that, so, so a lot of times you get, if you get into a group and that's a group that's been meeting for 10, 12, whatever weeks, you get there and it's like, oh, everyone knows everyone. And then they're like, so introduce yourself. And all eyes right. are on me as a new person. Well, by always introducing so that you never feel that because you don't, like when you get there, you don't know whether Jeff's been here for six weeks or if this was his first day too because he's introduced himself. And I think that's, that's been a really cool thing that we kind of accidentally did. I'd love to say that was intentional, but we've intentionally kept it because people have mentioned that when they come in, they're like, oh, I didn't feel like I was the new guy or new girl. I just fell in. And then you, you know, then you're just there and it's such a, uh, a yeah, it's just a good place. And, and Ray mentioned, you know, you don't have to come every week. You can come whenever you want. It's free. You go to teachbetter.com slash mastermind. You register by throwing in your name and email. That way we can send you the link to let you know uh, that things are coming. Just a reminder each week and you can get in there. So that's Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern and then at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, teachbetter.com slash mastermind. Uh, totally worth the little bit of time it takes to sign up and get in there. So hopefully we'll see you there. I'm excited because right now while we're recording, it's Monday night, which means tomorrow is mastermind, which I need because when I record with you, you say things like I'm infuriating you and you beat me down. I feel bad about myself. But in the morning, I get to get up with that family and feel great about myself. So whatever, <laughs> whatever. All right. Let's talk about this uh, episode. You already kind of touched on it, but Brad Cohen is um, just, I mean, just an incredible guy, an incredible story, incredible educator. He's an administrator. Uh, I was been a, a, a teacher. Uh, you may know him from the Hallmark movie, Channel movie, uh, Front of the Class, or his book. 
um, because of his story of of becoming an educator and and in in his journey in his life of having Tourette syndrome and then what he's done to to fight for the uh, just making people aware of that of, of Tourette's and what that means and what it doesn't mean and then fighting to just help people be the teachers that they need to be and and the people they need to be I think it's just an incredible story he's been on all kinds of things so he's been on Oprah he's been in People magazine he's been a uh, uh, what on uh inside edition on c-span uh i'm trying to think of all the things he's been all over the place he's an incredible guy and when you talk to him you never know that he did all that stuff because he's so humble so nice so calm so cool and just little drops of just gold everywhere i really enjoyed this um this conversation ray anything we need to like touch on other than you stalking him on social media well, I mean, I really think you guys should go connect with him. I know that sounds yeah. lame. We say it all the time, but like really actually choose to connect with amazing educators. I mean, you're already making a great step right now to be a podcast listener. That means you're being a learner all the time, hopefully of a collection of podcasts you choose to listen to. But this is, again, a perfect example of an educator doing incredible work in a space that needs attention. So go connect, learn more. And, you know, this is the start of something great. All right, with that, let's get into episode 211 with Brad Cohen. All right, we'll be right back with that episode, but I do want to make sure that you know that you should be listening to all the podcasts, a part of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Yes, Teach Better Talk is a fun one, and we really appreciate that you have subscribed and hopefully rated and reviewed this podcast. But we also have other podcasts that we have the opportunity to highlight over in our podcast network. Head over to teachbetter.com slash podcast to see the full list. All right. We are here. We are chatting with Brad Cohen. And Brad, it's so awesome to have you on uh, the Teach Better Talk with us here. Excited to to just hear about your story um, and some of the really cool things that you've gotten to do and, and sort of where you're at in your, your journey as, a, as an educator and, and how you're feeling about this year and everything like that. Before we get too far into all of that, how are you feeling right now? Um, I'm, I'm feeling great. I think uh, we're school year is starting to begin and um, we're excited to start working with kids again. Our teachers are excited to be back and that just inspires me to be out there and making a difference. So I'm doing real well. Brad, I was so excited to get to chat with you tonight. So I'm so, so glad you fit us into your very, very busy schedule. I want to make sure our listeners get to know all about you as well and the amazing things that you're involved in. So do you mind kind of answering that age-old question of like, hey, Brad, what do you do? Uh, Loaded question. But you know what I try to tell people is I'm the guy that tries to make a difference one day at a time. Um, I am an administrator. I've been an assistant principal at my elementary school for uh, 10 years now. Oh, what, what? Um, but not only that, I'm, I'm also a guy um, who deals with challenges in life. So I try to inspire others um, to go out there and follow their dreams, much like I was able to follow mine. So I'm an author, and I wrote a book called Front of the Class, How Tourette Syndrome Made Me the Teacher I Never Had. Oh, oh. And I try to be that advocate for other people and really support them and show them that there is a path towards success. Um, so I, I try to use my voice and, uh, and make a difference uh, in the lives of not only the students at our school, the teachers I work with, but also people in our community. And I'm, I'm honored that, you know, there was a movie made about me uh, called Front of the Class where 
just again, it, it shares my story. So I'm an advocate for, for people who are a little bit different, who may have a disability or a challenge in life and really show them that, um, that they could go out there and be just as normal as anyone else. Yeah, so so I want to touch just a little bit about, about the movie. There's been a lot of different things. I mean, you've been on, you've been featured on, you know, in People Magazine, on Inside Edition, C-SPAN, all kinds of different things in the movie, which was, uh, if I if I remember correctly, was done by Hallmark movies, right? Like by the Hallmark correct. Channel. Hallmark um, Hall of Fame movie. You are correct. Gotcha. So and, and so, I guess I, I have a question, just curiosity question: of was was the book first, and then the movie, or movie first, and then the book? The, the same title. How did that happen? And maybe within a mix of that, can you? Just, I'd love to hear sort of the story of how the how the movie came about. Like, how was that approach to you, and what was that experience like? Well, yeah. So, um, one of the things I'm able to do on the side, besides being an educator, is I get to go out and speak. So, I've been a a motivational speaker for a number of years, whoa, whoa. and uh, I go out and I I just share my story primarily with educators. I go out there and just try to inspire the many teachers that are out there making a difference every single day. And so um, I wrote my book because I knew that I couldn't, you know, touch everyone um, that was in the Atlanta area, but I wanted to hit everyone outside the Atlanta area. Oh, and my book was 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 my opportunity to do that. Um, so be- between the book and the speaking, I had a speaking engagement up in Connecticut. And while I was speaking up there, oh, um, I was speaking with a, a gentleman by the name of Tim Shriver. And he is the CEO, president of um, the Special Olympics. Well, and he spoke and sat down and everyone gave him a, a round of applause. And then I got up and spoke. And when I sat down, I got the standing ovation. And he's like, who is this guy? You know, I got to get to know him. And so we got to chat a little bit and he learned more about my story. And he said, you know, Brad, um, one of the things I do on the side is I, I like to pitch good stories to movie producers. And so I sent him my book and he pitched my movie or he pitched my, my, my story to um, Hallmark and they bit and they decided they wanted to turn my life story into a made for TV movie. And so my story was, um, was shared on, uh, on CBS, um, I think it was like 11 years ago, and over 12 million people saw the movie, and it continues to make a difference. So the book came first, and then the movie came out, and uh, I'm really proud of the work that they were able to do. So I got to ask, like the representation in the movie, like how you know, because you hear that like people like whose lives get turned into movies, you, it's always like, oh, it was really so spot on, or that was nothing like I was, and they didn't portray me the right way, like all the. How did they do there? Like, were you were you portrayed the right way? Was the story done? Did they like? Did they you know Hollywood it up too much, or how how did it come out? This again, this is just my pure curiosity at this point. But no, I love it because I had the I had the same fear. You have to understand, people with Tourette's the 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 world the world sees Tourette's as the cursing disease that we walk around and say bad words all the time, and so I, I don't do that. I I have I have ticks and I make loud noises, and but I didn't want Hollywood to get the best of it. Oh, and so um, I have the same exact concern, but Hollywood, I mean, um, Hallmark really took my story to heart and they said, Brad, we don't have to Hollywoodize anything here. You've given us a great platform. Well, mm-hmm. So I was really proud of the movie. Um, the actors that portrayed me um, did a phenomenal job. And I tell people that um, the movie was, was about 90% true. Some of the things that were not true were like the timeline of events I mean, the movie couldn't be an eight-hour movie. You know, had, they had to <laughs> knock it all down into under two hours. So, um, so really, it, it was very um, authentic, 
and um, a true representation of my life and what I believe and and the things that took place during my life. For example, when they um, when they did the scenes um, in my classroom, um, they had me send pictures to them about what my first classroom looked like, and they replicated the um, the displays and stuff on the board. It was the same exact things that were in my class. So they wanted to be authentic as can be, and they did a phenomenal job. Wow, that's awesome to hear. That's really good. That's that's great that they were that they were that and just connected to your story and wanted to be that genuine with it. So I, I want to keep talking about some of the awesome things that you've been able to do from. I, I don't know if this came from that as well, but let's talk about you have the Brad Cohen Tourette Foundation. Can you tell me how how that got started and what what the goal is? What are you doing with that foundation? Well, I've been an advocate for people with Tourette's my whole life. I mean, I just before I even had my book and before the movie came out, well, I was just out there and, and trying to help kids and families that were struggling because the hardest thing about, you know, having Tourette's is feeling that you're all alone. And I wanted people to know you're not alone. There's a way to get through this and I'm here to help you. Wow. Um, so I wrote the book and then the movie came out. And so on the night that my, my movie was released, um, we had a, um, a showing here in the Atlanta area. Well, and my dad surprised me. Um, by telling me, because we talked about that I wanted to do something bigger. He surprised me by um, giving me an initial check to um, help start um, the foundation. And so from from the day that the movie came out until now, we've been out there making a difference in the lives of children who have Tourette's and really getting the money into the grassroots. Um, there's a lot of organizations that are helping to try to find a cure for Tourette syndrome, but I needed to get the money down to the kids and the families and really find ways to bring them together because so many times, like I said, they feel like they're alone and I didn't want that to happen. Oh, I love that. I love the work that you're doing. It's, it's so, so important. So uh, I want to get into one of our, one of our traditional questions here that I always love asking. I'm really excited to hear your, your story here. And one of the things we always talk about is, is failure and overcoming failure uh, in our lives and what we can learn from that. So can you share a story with us both about the time that you've had a failure that you had to overcome? Tell us what happened. How did you overcome that? And then what did you take away from that experience? So I love this question. I'm going to put my own little spin on it. So instead of talking about my failures, I'd like to talk about the failures of others and how that really motivated me. Because growing up in school, teachers didn't believe in me and they didn't want to give me a chance because I was so different because I had Tourette syndrome. Well, the teachers didn't want me in their class. Their attitudes, you know, um, motivated me. Um, to grow up and be that teacher that I never had. I wanted to be that teacher who believed in students. I wanted to give them pats on the back for doing good things. And ultimately, I was motivated to be the best teacher I could be because I knew what it was like to have that teacher who didn't believe in me, who didn't believe in their students. And I knew that that would never happen in my classroom. So the failures of my teachers growing up is what truly inspired me to be the teacher that I am today. You know, I love that that idea, Brad, because I think a lot of educators can relate to that. You know, everybody goes into education for different reasons. And, you know, we all kind of have that niche that when we had this moment of like, oh, yeah, I think I want to be a teacher. And so sometimes it's a great teacher that inspires us. And sometimes it's seeing a gap in education that you think that you can fill. And so I love that that you saw this need um, and and then went after it. So, so important. So if you had to identify right now something that's exciting you about education and maybe what you're involved in, I mean, what would be really keeping you excited about education right now? 
Well, you know, I mean, kids kids are ready to get back to school. I mean, we live in a crazy world right now where, where kids just want to be kids, but it can't really happen as easily um, as, as, it's, as it's supposed to be, um, as it has been in the past. Um, so if it's face-to-face or virtual, we owe it to our kids to be the best that we can be and not make excuses as educators, you know? I mean, it's, it's hard right now um, being an educator. I know the teachers in my building are working their tails off um, you know, it's so new what they're doing, but we need to remind people just not to give up and to make to make learning exciting again, exciting again for all of these students. So I'm excited to see all the new innovative things and the outside the box thinking that our teachers are doing. So, you know, times are different and we need to see that happening in our classrooms um, with our students, too. So dare to be different. Try those things that you've never done before. Um, because, you know, our students, our students need it and they want it really bad. Oh, I love that. Dare to be different. Go try something. Absolutely. And if you're not comfortable trying something right now, guys, go ask somebody a question to go learn more, to get you more comfortable to try something different. I I love this message of, you know, dare to try something new. If you had, I know you've been giving a lot of advice, Brad, throughout this entire episode, but if you have one piece of advice that you would want every educator to hear, whether they be new in the classroom or a veteran teacher, what would be your one piece of advice for educators right now? So I love this question too, because this is this is just what I'm all about. And my advice is to bring your passion to your students. Be creative and try new things. Bring your, cla- bring your passions to the classroom. I mean, most importantly, be there for those students who need you the most. You know, those, those students who struggle in reading or the students that can't sit still, you need to be there for those shy kids or for the ones who are just a little bit different and, you know, really don't have a voice. And so I like to call it like the power of one, that all it takes is for one person to make a difference in the life of a child. And so my challenge to, to teachers out there is to be that one person and not pass the buck and say, oh, I'm going to let next year's teacher do it. I'm going to let the counselor do it. I'm going to let administrator do it. No, my challenge is for you to be that one person to make a difference in the life of that child. And so ultimately, I tell teachers, go out there and make a difference. Mm, Powerful. I I love that challenge, that charge out there. Um, Before we go on to the six questions, uh, you know, Brad, when we we schedule, when we get everything uh, organized, uh, you said you wanted to give away a copy of the book is it the book and the DVD or it's just the, the book? book and the movie, yeah, the book and the DVD. Okay, so you can win a copy of the book and the DVD of, of front of the class. Um, Ray, I know I always make these complicated, so I know. Good luck here, buddy. I'm nervous for you. Every time you try and do one of these, I'm like Jeff, don't mess this up. Right, I always give them like here's like 38 steps you have to do in order to try and win. So try and keep it thing. So we're gonna have you tweet out. You gotta tweet out a, a, a um something. I'm gonna figure it out here. Hashtag teach better, hashtag teach better talk. Um, Brad, let's let's pull something. So one of the themes from the book, there's something simple that maybe they can that they can tweet out, they can maybe answer a question that is a general theme in the book. Do you have something like that that we can pull out that, that people can tweet out that says, hey, here's my answer to this. I want a copy of the book. Well, you know, I mean, what if, you, if this is what you're looking for, um, you know, one of the themes of the book was just going along with what I said, like the power one. And because there were so many people in my life that 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 made a difference. Um, I had my my assistant. I, I had my principal in middle school who helped educate people about Tourette's, and I had 
the principal who hired me um, for my very first job after 25 interviews. Uh, no one else would give me a chance, but this guy did. So maybe we can have people give a shout out to that one that one person in their life um, that was the difference maker um, that helped get them where they are today. And you know, I'm just all about let's recognize those people from our past who helped us be all that we are in the future. So maybe we can go that route. Brad, oh, that I is love cool. that route. Cool. Wow. Ray, we don't even need to do the six questions. I think he just took the trophy right there. <laughs> he, all, he was going to get the trophy from the moment he started. He's get I, I, I think that's awesome. So, so if you're listening right now and you want to try to win a copy of the book and the DVD, give some shout outs. I love that. That's it's, it's, Hey, show some love in order to, to get this. So that's fantastic. I love it. Thanks for doing that, brother. Uh, that's really, really cool. Appreciate that a whole lot. Let's, uh, let's keep having some fun here. We're going to do the next six questions. And your goal is to answer each one of these, sec- these questions in 15 seconds or less. Are you ready to go? Good. All right. What is one ed tech tool you cannot live without? So um, a recent one that I have learned about, it's a, an app called goose chase. Oh, and it's a fun little scavenger hunt that you can do with your classroom oh, and kids are, or even teachers in the building. You take pictures oh, of the items that you're trying to find and everyone else could see all the neat things. It's great for social distancing too. Goose chase. Very cool. I've, I've done that as a, as a participant. It's really nice. Uh, give us a book that you're in right now. So, you know, as school starting up and we got to think about our kids, anything that has to do with social emotional learning um, I think we really need to take some time to look at those types of books. One book that I'm looking at right now is called All Learning is Social and Emotional, Helping Students Develop Essential Skills for, for the Classroom and Beyond. And I, I just think anything social-emotional is, is something we have to think about. we got kids that aren't going back to school right now. We have to remember to think about the whole child. Love it. Who do we need to follow on social media today? You can give us up to three. Um, so one of my buddies um, does a, a great has a great group. It's called Think Inclusive, and it's thinking about kids who are a little different, may have disabilities. So it's for those of you out there that want to be advocates. He gives some great um, insight on that. It's called Think Inclusive. Um, another um, lady by the name of Emily Paschel, um, she is an assistant principal. So as an assistant principal, if anyone else is assistant principal out there. She gives um, some good advice out there and tries to create a really nice network for APs. And then just a fun one. There's a great story about Carson King. Well, um, Carson King um, went to um, an Iowa uh, football game and college football um, saw a sign that he was holding up that asked for um, asked for money for beer because he ran out of it. And people started flooding him with all this money. And instead of going out and buying beer, he, um, he turned around and uh, started a foundation and donated all the money that he brought in to the um, children's hospital that is right behind um, the University of Iowa's football field. So I think it's a great, fun, inspirational story, and I, I love when I can share other inspirational stories with other people. What is a good YouTube channel or website for educators to check out? So a gentleman by the name of uh, Dave Burgess well, – he wrote a book called uh, Teach Like a Pirate. And if you're looking for ways to really be engaged and ignite um, your students and your community of learners, um, go read some of his books and check out what he's doing. I, uh, Ray, I've heard of this guy, this Burgess guy. Have you, have you come across him before? Well, 
Well, I just have a feeling like he just published <laughs> both of our books, Jeff. I'm just saying. I feel like teachers deserve right. it and teach better are both Dave Burgess books, aren't they? Yeah, I'm not sure if you know that, Brad, or not. But like, so Ray and I wrote with uh, with our friends, uh, Chad Ostrowski and Tiffany Ott, we wrote a book last year called Teach Better, and, and that was published by Burgess. And then Ray just co-authored one with uh, Adam Welcome called Teachers Deserve It that just came out as well. So we are huge DVC fans. We love it. That's a great shout We're out. We're on the same page. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all right. Give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into. So I started this uh, last year, and it is just get active on social media like, twi- like Twitter. Um, share ideas and connect with others. I'm learning so much just by being involved with other communities that are similar to the communities that I'm involved with. So get out there. Um, Check out all the great things that other people like you are doing, and you'll get some great ideas. At the same time, I think it's important for you to you to create your own story. So at my school, I want to make sure that that people in the community know what I want them to know, all the great things we do. So get out there and share it. So get active on social media. And give us the best piece of advice you've ever received. So invest in getting to know your students more than the curriculum. Build relationships with those kids because those are the things that they're going to remember more than the curriculum you may teach. Mm, Love it. Nailed it. Golden. I have loved getting to learn all about you, Brad. I just feel like I know you already got the Teach Better trophy just by like coming on the podcast. (laughs) But in case it was ever a doubt, I mean, we'll be, uh, Jeff always packages that up in a really nice package and sends that over. So keep an eye out. And if you don't get it, make sure that you uh, hound Jeff about it because (laughs) Teach Better Talk uh, trophy is a bigger deal than a Hallmark movie. Let me tell you. I love it. (laughs) I it's can't true. wait. No pressure, Jeff. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, Brad, before uh, we conclude our podcast, I really want to make sure our listeners connect with you, whether it be on Twitter or anything in between. We just really love for them to not only check out all the work you've done, but will continue to do in your amazing career. Will you kind of share how people can stay connected? Yes. Yeah, so um, my website is classperformance.com. Classperformance.com is where you can find me. Oh, um, I also have a website for the foundation, which is the Brad, uh, which is Brad Cohen Tourette foundation.com. And um, if you want to look me up on Twitter, it's uh, hashtag front of the class. And you, know, you can find all the links and all the resources and everything we mentioned in this episode over at teachbetter.com, as well as those really important links for connecting with Brad and keeping the conversation going. So head over to teachbetter.com for the show notes for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And if you give us a rating and a review, we'd really appreciate that as well. And let's keep taking this one step further. Think of just three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and connect with these amazing educators and just share this podcast with them. Brad, this was awesome, man. I'm so glad you were able to come on. Um, I, I just, I, your, your story is so inspiring. Your words are so spot on. And I just really appreciate you ha- hanging out with us, having some fun with us, and, and sharing your story with us, man. Thank you. I know I thank you for the message that you're getting out there and and helping great teachers become even better. Until next time, let's get out there and let's teach better.